Hello, dear friends. Welcome to Alaska TV UK. How do we envision a society of new creative format where human is a fundamental unit of society, where every person can really feel comfortable and happy, where everyone would live in prosperity, stability and security, and really feel self-safe? So Creative Society is a unique global project. Millions of people from all over the world are already discussing and framing the vision of society we all want to live in. So, dear viewers, let's find out together how we can build a future. My name is Alexi, and my co-host for today is Marina. Hi. This project has been launched on the platform of, of Alatra International Public Movement. The goal of the project is to build a creative society free from consumer mindsets. You may find more information on alatraunites.com. And it's my absolute pleasure to introduce our special guest today, Natasha Ugalde Simeonova. Natasha is Global Goodwill Ambassador <laughs> for Costa Rica. Welcome to Aladra TV, Natasha. Thank you for accepting our invite. Could you please tell Thank us? you. <laughs> Just in brief, please. Oh, you look, got a little cut off. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can you tell us a bit about yourself, please, just in brief? Well, um, my name is Natasha Ugalde-Seminova. I, I was born and raised in Costa Rica. So I'm half Costa Rican, half Russian. Um, I'm a doctor. Well, that's my first degree. I'm finishing psychology as well. Um, and, well, just... A few time ago, well, that's a long time ago, almost 15 years ago, I've been a doctor, but also I became a humanitarian. I started working with different ONGs around the world, you know, like the main ones, UN, UNICEF, all that. And then I started with this small uh, foundation that is now a really big one, that is Global Goodwill Ambassadors. So it's all around the world. Uh, well, I'm... Our mainstream is through the internet, you know, LinkedIn, Twitter, and all that. But we help people all around the world. We have ambassadors, I mean, in almost any continent and country. And we help them with organizing um, their own foundations, small foundations, to help others. Or the ones they already have, you know, by raising funds. We uh, actually last year just got um, our number from the UN. So we are now part of the UN and are also part of the CDG goals. And I became chair, just, I've been there for almost five years. So I became chair like a couple of years ago, maybe three years ago. Um, so I've been there since almost the beginning when it was like a thousand, now we're more than 18,000. And it's a great group. I mean, we have everything from scientists, doctors, um, um, humanitarians. And well, we help a lot of people. Uh, we have great people there that work really hard in really hard countries, you know, with wars and all that. And I've been giving my life to that. So I actually, uh, I dedicated myself to that more than to medicine. And also I began to go more into a spiritual path. Uh, I started writing. I started writing a few years back, um, just small articles. Uh, I haven't published anything yet like a book, but I actually have like two books already like, you know, in the middle, <laughs> but they're about spirituality and humanity. It's like, a, you could say a blend of medicine but also with um, alternative medicine, because I also study um, holistic medicine by myself. So I'm a really open-minded. I mean, I'm not the um, regular, regular doctor, as you, as you can say. So I, I have been very open-minded about religion. Even I was raised a Catholic. Um, I study every religion, antique civilizations, beliefs, 
and still going on because it never ends actually <laughs> and also languages so I'm a polyglot now if you can say that I uh, started antique languages from the bible so I could read the bible with the actual languages <laughs> so I have it <laughs> actually I have the bible with the, um, the real languages here and and some of the languages that just came by you know like from French, German, and well, English since I was in school, but um, also, well, Russian, of course, <laughs> uh, but also some language, languages that just came by, like um, Sanskrit, like an antique language that helped me learn, uh, learn a little bit of writing in Arabic and sometimes, well, Hebrew, like, like the, the actual one and pasto so uh, it, learned me, it helped me communicate with a lot of people around the world and that makes me happy <laughs> so that's been my path for a while for yeah. many many years actually <laughs> absolutely impressive natasha great <laughs> thank you ways <laughs> great work and it, you, thank you it's improvement all the way Oh, thank you. Thank you for sharing this. Thank now, you. Now we would like to ask our technical support to show the short video about the history of the Creative Society project so we can understand it, understand it a bit more. This Creative Society project was born by the initiative of the people themselves. After we carried out many social surveys, interviews, conferences and well we talked to many people really all over the world these eight foundations of the creative society is the result of the desire the demand of the people themselves because they talk about it they tell us how they want to live where in what world in what kind of society they want to live what values are the most important for them and after analyzing everything we understand that yes there are these eight foundations that now we can share with everybody it is a complex of values of each person in this world Beautiful. People, many, many, most of the people worldwide are saying that in order to create really comfortable conditions for us to live, to live in the planet happily, safely, and really, we need to change something and we need to change the way we're living in. We need to change the format of our society to the creative one, to the constructive one, to the better one. So, Natasha, how do you envision such a society happy, safe? Well, actually, um, we have to change because the world is already changing. I mean, the change has already hit us. I mean, uh, the, the, world, uh, the way the society is working right now, talking politics, talking about economics, talking about anything you want to talk about. It's not working. It's not been working for a while. It, sometimes, um, well, some of us, we didn't see it. Uh, maybe we opened our eyes a little earlier. Some people are opening their eyes now. Some people still believing there's some solution still living this way, but actually it's not. I mean, uh, this society's um, system is collapsing in every way. I mean, especially economic, capitalism, uh, socialism, all those uh, theories, they sound really good in the books. I mean, theories are really sound, I mean, and well, communism sounded great in the book. And well, people like us, like uh, you knew the Soviet Union, um, we know still, well, there's still Cuba, Venezuela. You see what happens with communism and we know what happens at the end. 
and some people are still living it. So um, they, they, I mean, it's like, um, it sounds really good when you read it, but when it actually, uh, you see capitalism right now, mm -hmm. I mean, it's still, you get, um, there are still people that are really, really poor and people that are really, really rich. It's yeah. the same thing all over again. So, I mean, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. And right now we're seeing it collapsing because actually what's going on with, um, with all this um, capitalism is that it's uh, stopped working because the base of this that is, well, the, the most used around the world is um, consume, you know, the consumer. But so we are too much people for them already. They don't need consumers anymore because they don't have enough. So that's why it's not working. I mean, they cannot uh, have enough to that type of um, mindset they put on us to know to need things that we don't actually need, mm -hmm. you know, material things. And also, it put a mindset on, on us that changed the way uh, I think a, a human being is supposed to be, because that's a, a human being is supposed to be um, empathetic. It's supposed to be compassionate. It's supposed to be kind. It's supposed to be, you know, caring. And we lost a lot of that. Uh, also with our values. And those values doesn't matter culture, religion, but values like family. I mean, like taking of, uh, uh, care of our children because you don't want to have children if you're not home ever because you have to work. I mean, yeah, dad and mom have to go to work and the babysitter is raising them. So, I mean, how, I mean, who is the father and mother there? The babysitter? I mean, you don't want to have that, but that's how, what you have to do so you can survive and give them what you think they, I mean, they need. I mean, good education, that's, that's actually right. They need good education, but they never see you. What about the caring, the love? I mean, tell them about their, your values, how you grew up. It's all, I mean, that's gone and people are getting tired. I mean, so uh, it's, it's, it's completely destroying the family. Yep. I mean, there are still some people and I don't want to say this because I'm half Russian, but uh, you know, like Putin said, I mean, he is, I mean, he's very straightforward about family values and you know that. And some people say, oh, very conservative and this and that. No, he's doing it because he knows that's what they want to destroy. Mm -hmm. Families, family values. This, that's what it starts. I mean, and even with, uh, we have different cultures, everybody saying the same thing. We have different religions, but still we believe in something higher. I mean, I studied different religions. I studied, I mean, uh, the Torah, so I know about Judaism. I was raised Catholic too. Uh, I study uh, Vedic text, text, actually, my spiritual guide, and I'm going to say it openly here it's a spiritual Veda. And so I learned a lot from him. And the most important thing, you can call it God, you can call it Allah, you can call it whatever you want, but uh, you believe in something higher. We have that essence inside that is telling you there's something higher up there. Mm -hmm. And even people that don't believe that God exists, you know, it's funny because uh, sometime, uh, sometime, a long time ago, I read, uh, those are the people that actually believe more in God that are closer to God than us. And I was like, that's weird. So I started reading it and it said, well, yeah, because I mean, if you're denying God, it's because you believe it. It, I mean, you believe it exists. If not, you wouldn't deny anything because you don't believe it exists. I mean, that's, the, that's a good point. So uh, at, at least you believe there's something else than this. I mean, than this uh, society where there's uh, human rights are, are lost. I mean, there's places where there are no human rights at all. I mean, and it's been decades and they don't know what that is even. Uh, there's places where you have uh, medicines, there's places where you don't have anything. 
um, I mean, basic health issues you cannot handle. I mean, uh, I'm gonna put an example. Africa is one of the places that nobody cares about. I mean, have you seen a vaccine for malaria? No. Have you seen? Uh, you see all the ONGs go there. Is it changing? I mean, nothing is changing there. People are dying yeah, every day. Really. Yeah, and uh, I told I told you the other day when we had the first interview. Um, um, I told you. I mean, in in Africa, because of Africa especially, um, what happens there? Every twenty minutes, a language dies, a dialect dies. Every twenty minutes of every day, because the tribes. You know, you pass it from mouth to mouth. They don't write it. Yeah. So if a tribe dies, the language dies. So it's every 20 minutes. How many languages have they died already? I mean, in this day. So um, we're losing a lot of knowledge from these people because they have ancient knowledge in these tribes that are really great. I mean, amazing. Uh, languages that we don't know. I mean, a lot of things and they're abandoned. They don't have anything. I mean, and they don't used to have some diseases because we actually brought them to them because they used to be isolated. They didn't have those things until we came there. So um, society is not working. I mean, um, it's collapsing by its own. I mean, we, we're not doing it. It's actually doing it by itself, you know? So the thing is, um, creative society has to be something. Okay, what are we gonna do now? Because it's gonna happen very quickly and we're seeing that events are going quicker. I mean, every day is quicker. You see, it's not one news. I mean, it's like 10 news in one day of different things happening around the world, disasters, uh, destroying monuments, uh, uh, stop people getting arrested, um, people going out that we're supposed to, we actually believed in them, we saw them as idols or heroes or stuff like that, and you see that there's another side of them. And I actually was sad about some people because I, I put them in like in a higher place and I found out later uh, last year about who they really were before. I was like, oh my God, my ideals went down. And who you like, I mean, who do you look up to now? Uh, well, there's only, for me, there's only God. But we, uh, we have, we are essence of that. I mean, we are the, we come from the same essence. Humans are from the same essence. We are the ones who created um, difference of black and white difference of uh, frontiers are created by humans, not by God. I mean, um, those are things, we breathe the same air. I mean, you can be there and I can be here right now. We're breathing the same air. So the frontiers were, cre were created by us. I mean, the, the society, you know, the, um, the people that, the, um, scales in society or have I mean, it's been created because of money and money was created by humans too so uh, money is also uh, something that is going it's it's a big question mark right now because some saying is that's paper and it's going down dollars going down we don't know what's going to happen to the less uh, the rest of the you know coins of the rest of the countries and Bitcoin, all that that is going on. Um, there's still a big question mark there too. You don't know if you want to do that. So what are we going to do about economics too? Um, politics is something that is also a big question mark because a polit uh, the politics that we have till now, they are showing us in this moment, they didn't work at all. None of what we have now. We have to create new ones. We have to create new ones. And I don't know if I'm prolonging myself too much when you ask, because I, want, um, I have all my ideas in my head right now. I have to get them out. But your point that so many problems around the world currently and the 
I got to your point that it's time to change something and we know what we can change. Let's find out. <laughs> and, it's, and it's very good that you cover so many areas because actually creative society is about all areas of human life. Yeah, so you covered economics, politics, you mentioned NGOs, capitalism, socialism, etc. And I agree on uh, all these points because uh, uh, if we continue keeping the concept of power, uh, nothing will be changed. So uh, yeah, yeah, we should just take actions and get rid of, of power. Uh, and um, I would like to ask you about one more area of human life, uh, about healthcare. Because uh, we know that you have a medical degree and you are strongly interested in these areas. So uh, could you please tell us how do you envision the healthcare system in creative society? What goals and main values should it have? Okay, that's a really good one. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get in trouble. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I don't care about uh, telling my point. So, I mean, I don't care. I'm very open about that on um, social media, even. So, um, well, I was raised and I was educated in what we call Western medicine, you know, and actual medicine, whatever you want to call it. I mean, modern medicine. And you can stay there. I mean, you can say they are in that box. I've never been that kind of person, as you can see. <laughs> I mean, I think uh, you already been seeing how I am. I never get just in one box and stay there. I never fit, actually. <laughs> so you never put me there. So when I finished medicine, um, I, I've been empathetic my whole life. Actually, I was qualified as highly empathetic. So I was very good as a doctor. I've been... Uh, patients still call me if I'm, and I'm not working there anymore. <laughs> so, I mean, they still are like, oh, how are you? I mean, we miss you. And, oh, they ask me a favor and they ask me advice on medicine. But I mean, oh, it's like, oh, we could talk to you and now you're not here. And I thought, I mean, I've been thinking all, the, all these years, I've been 15 years since uh, I got my degree. And uh I, I work in emergency room. I mean, one of the uh, ones that is the biggest here in the capital. So it gets the more people, you know, of the, of the rest of the hospitals in the central area. So it's, you know, it's nonstop. And um, some people said, I mean, how you can never lose your temper or how patients never yell at you here because it's very easy there, for example. I'm going to tell you that. And... I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, my, my colleagues were like, that guy yells at everybody. How come he didn't yell at you? I'm like, I don't know. I never got a complaint. And what, I mean, actually uh, made my day a uh, really, really happy day is when somebody came by and said, thank you for taking care of my mom and being so nice. And the, I was with a big smile on my face the way back home not the money that it was never about money and i could be i could, I could have been everything i wanted i mean I, I i got good grades i was the on the top five of my class so um but uh the the thing is well you never know what's gonna happen i mean um what life has for you i have three kids i'm a single mom and well, God knows his reasons. I always say that my my first uh, boy, you know, my only boy, the first one, uh, he's almost fourteen. He turned out to be a special kid, and I had it just after I got my degree. So he has a genetic uh, disease, a very rare disease uh, that um, that that has no cure. And actually, um, well, most of them don't pass 20 years of age. So it's, that was the hard part where I, I had to decide. I never got a, um, a specialty 
you know, because I wanted to actually in pediatrics because that's what I love. I love kids. So, yeah. And then I had twins. Thank God they're well they're, and they're healthy and everything. But I mean, three kids, one special kid, you don't have time for a specialty. I mean, so that changed everything and also changes your heart even more. I mean, if I had a maybe a good heart before and I was empathetic, those kids change your your heart in a big way. I mean, you see the world in a different way and you understand people very differently. I mean, suffering is very differently. I mean, your eyes, it's like they you have new eyes when you have that in your life. And you also see the greed, the lack of empathy on some people when you're a mom with a kid like that. So I've been a fighter, I've been a warrior of life and about medicine, well, I believe there are some good stuff about our Western medicine. I mean, but I mean, first of all, if you are practicing just Western medicine, which I actually think that's, that's not good, you should actually expand yourself. Uh, there are some things that got lost in the way. I mean, natural medicine, um, well, anything before this Western medicine thing um, that we actually need to come, uh, make it come back. Uh, and also medicine should be available for everybody. For everybody, I mean, no matter if, if there's money or not. I mean, if I have uh, the chance to be healthy and have access to anything, how come uh, some, someone who's poor doesn't have access? Actually, they need it more because they have uh, less uh, you know, healthy conditions. And how come I have better conditions, so, I mean, to get healthcare? I mean, that's like, I mean, something I never understood. I mean, something I'd never agree on. I mean, uh, private uh, social, well, pri private insurance, whatever. Here, here we have social security and now we have also insurance uh, uh, international that came here uh, uh, a while ago because social security here is full. I mean, appointments are like four years from now. Some people, uh, when they call it for the, their appointments, they are dead <laughs> already. I mean, it's amazing. So, I mean, and people... Yeah, and people cannot even pay sometimes for the social security that is cheap. But I mean, for the private ones, it's impossible for them. So, I mean, that's not fair. I mean, that's not about equality. I mean, that, I mean, we're not being fair. And uh, it's not about vaccines because there are some vaccines that I agree on, but there are so many things about vaccines that. I mean, I, I have facts, I, had, I know about it. And I mean, we actually are, I mean, how come we live before vaccines? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm asking you that because that story about people before dying at 30 or 40, maybe, that's not true. People even died at 60 or 72. So it's not like now we prolong life on double. Like, I mean, now we're dying at 80 and before we died at 30 or 40 the most. That's not true. If you check it out for real, before vaccines, people didn't die at 30. So how come we created immunity without vaccines? Some work, I mean, some really work, we need them. But I mean, there are some things that we don't know about and they're doing to us for a very long time. I mean, and some people call me, you know, conspiracy, uh, conspiracy theorists about medicine, or maybe, you know, I'm anti-vaccine uh, anti person, but I'm not. But I have to say the truth. I mean, if I'm a doctor, I took an oath, the uh, Hippocratic oath, that I'm, I will never, I want to heal people, I will not kill them. Yeah. I will not kill them. 
And something I'm, I can tell you is about this virus. I, I mean, uh, I don't have a paid job right now. Mm-hmm. And they open a lot of uh, places here to work as a doctor because of the COVID, uh, I'm sorry, pandemic. But I mean, I don't believe that, I'm sorry. And the thing is, I didn't go. You know why? Because I'm not gonna follow uh, what uh, the who says. That's not the way you manage a patient. And I know it because I'm thinking. I'm not just doing what they say. If you're, I mean, if you study medicine, you can, you can know what you're doing. I mean, if you analyze, I mean, what they say you have to do, you know that there's something not, not right. That's why people are dying. And there are so many things that are not right. So I'm not going to do something that's wrong and carry the rest of my life with that guilt that I killed so many people. So I better not get the money, but I didn't participate in that. And I fought against that. I mean, not like in a public, I mean, like getting threatened by, uh, you know, because some, some doctors actually got threatened, some killed, disappeared because talking about it. But I mean, when they asked me, I told the truth. But medicine, I mean, if you want to, I mean, so I'm sorry I expanded myself to that, but we're, we're, in, we're in this pandemic thing now. <laughs> I'm sorry. But um, the thing is, if you start learning about other types of medicine, that some people are now attacking that, like essential oils. I mean, I, I know about it. I actually use them all the time and I never get sick. I mean, I never get sick. I mean, like I flu, nothing since I use them. Uh, I, also, I also study about food, superfoods. Uh, I'm sorry, what? Going ahead, it's my next question <laughs> about food. <laughs> okay, well, well, you can ask me that. And, uh, I won't talk about it now. Uh, but I mean, I study about holistic medicine, I mean, like courses, so I cannot put you a, a title there, like yeah, I can say it, but uh, if you see my email it says holistic medicine, because I know a lot of things about it. And I mean, if you study Ayurvedic medicine, that is the oldest one, it's the best one. I mean, it's the best one. I mean, they, the, the, the way they, they manage people and the things they have to cure people, it's amazing. It's not something that I mean, is killing people or has get, uh, killed people in the, the whole time it's, it's actually existed. I so, mean, it's uh, always working. Natasha, should I summarize here? So our health is depending, depends on our care. So, <laughs> so our health is, depends on us, how we care about it, to be honest. <laughs> because we can't trust anybody nowadays. Unfortunately, no, nobody can help unless... Actually, one of my books is about how, I mean, self-healing yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, self, uh, learn to self-heal. Because um, some of the things that we have lost to about um, our health issues, I mean, there's always an emotional uh, factor there. I mean, there's so also an emo- I mean, there's always an emotional issue there behind it. Even if you don't see it, I mean, even if you don't feel it, I mean, like consciously, there's something behind that. I mean, and I mean, when people uh, actually that really go into deep study about uh, the relationship, like of chakras, you know, and all the stuff, I mean, and they use a certain type of foods or medicines with you. I mean, and, or you can even learn it because they can teach you. I mean, you know, I mean, you know what's going on with you, no. This is what is, um, is going on with me, is feelings of this and this and this. And when you start thinking about it, it's actually true. And when you start uh, eating what's right, you heal yourself. You didn't need any 
you know, uh, made uh, medicine in the laboratory, you know, to take it and, you know, just uh, heal yourself. No, natural medicine worked. And that's, that's true. About, but the thing about self-healing, you have to learn from somebody because some people take it. I mean, they just read it on the internet and maybe that, I mean, they get intoxicated and then they just um, saying that it's dangerous and they start publishing stuff that is uh, that's, that's, that's not good. I mean, that people get killed. That's not true. People don't get killed by using alternative medicine as we say it here. But is you have to learn, like you learn medicine too. I mean, you have to learn about this before you do it to yourself, or you have to go to somebody that actually knows about it. If you, but but the thing is, we have to learn about ourselves, and and also about the emotional factor. There's the spiritual factor here, that we have lost a lot of that. Um, how can you say that? Mm. We don't put attention to that. We haven't put attention to that part for a very, very long time because this society doesn't give us time to do it. I mean, you have to work, come back home. Uh, you have kids, take care of the kids or whatever. I mean, wife, uh, go back to sleep. The next day is the same thing. I mean, you, you don't have time for anything, not to think about yourself even. That's why people are getting depressed. That's why people are getting stressed. And that's why people are getting sick. So running, yeah. running, 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 running. Yeah, it's like a circle of, of stress going around your life. I mean, you don't get time for yourself to even think about how you're feeling this day. You just woke up, get ready, go to work. Bah, bah, bah. So that's not good. I mean, that's why this is not working for us. I mean, I don't care if this works for the rich guys. I mean, it's not working for me. And it's not working for the rest. People are collapsing. And you're seeing it now with this crisis. Suicide in teenagers, suicide in old people because they're alone. Nobody goes to visit them. I mean, this is insane. Depression, anxiety rates are going so high. We don't know what to do. We don't even have the, the, the amount of people to take care of that. So most of the emergency calls are depression, anxiety attacks, teenagers getting, I mean, with suicidal ideas. I mean, that's insane. And we never seen this before because this is not a way of living. We, that's why I'm saying it's already collapsing. We have to make something. I mean, people, people think, people think this is gonna finish. I'm sorry, but people think this is gonna finish some people that still will, like I told you, blindfolded, and you said like the Russian word, you know, thing. But uh, it's true. Some people, I mean, you cannot open the mind of everybody because you cannot go around trying to open minds. Some people are going to hear you and go against you because their, their mindset is already been put that way Be yeah. because of movies, because of what... Uh, the news because of many, many, many things. So, I mean, you say something, they're like, you're crazy. I mean, or you don't know what you're saying. You don't have knowledge. I mean, uh, that, that's not happening. But I mean, so when people, it's like that, you're just like, okay, they, they're not at the moment or maybe they won't ever be at the moment. They will never open their mind. I mean, they're gonna be blindfolded for, forever. But for the people that, like, I think like us, it's awakening already, or it's, I mean, they awakened a long time ago. I mean, we know that this system is collapsed and now we have to make a new one because we're not going back to normal after this is over. No, there's no normal again. The now, normal that people knew, no. Totally agree on that. And now I'm gonna tell you about creative society. How, how to change the, the world to the better one. So we're human in the center and where everything is directed for human, for humans, for our need, for our life, for our freedom. So now more and more people understand that creative society depends on every person. I'm gonna tell you about eight foundations. Technical support is available, can you put them uh, a foundations video or 
and the simple talks like we do now, Natasha, with people all over the world. This is how eight foundations, eight pillars of how to build creative society was formed and described in an article on the display on the screen you just seen. So anybody who are interested may read more information, more detailed information about eight foundations on the latraunited.com website. So we also know you got familiar yourself with them, Natasha. Yeah. So uh, what do you think about? What is your view on the eight foundations, or all of them, or any particular one you would like to discuss or ask questions? Well, I will take that question back to you both because he's very quiet and I'm worried. <laughs> Um, he's like, okay, this woman is too much, or maybe I don't know what he's thinking. <laughs> His face is like, mm. <laughs> I like this foundation. I want to know what he thinks. Much. <laughs> For me, to be fair, these eight foundations are currently everything because you know what I did? Uh, I just used those eight foundations to check whether. Uh, whether we can actually improve this world, whether we can actually change this world. And after, uh, after applying these foundations to my personal life, you know, to my day-to-day -day life, uh, I understood that, yes, we, we can, for sure. Um, I just was, let's say, when I, when I faced some problem in my, in my uh, just usual life, I just... Uh, check whether this problem can be solved if we follow these eight foundations, you know? And I, I, I did this exercise many, many times and every time it worked. So for me personally, I accept all these foundations. I support them and I'm ready to leave as it is written in these foundations. And I try to leave in my day-to-day -day life because I understand that this is the way for me to change my future, my personal future, future of my family. So for me, these okay. foundations are just amazing. <laughs> this is what I think. <laughs> okay. Okay. But my question is more like, okay, you were quiet uh, for the last 10 minutes or 15 minutes of me talking and talking and talking and talking. I know I talk a lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> so no, I, mean, I, I, I was just hours. listening carefully. I was just listening carefully yeah, because I, I want to know what on. you think about what, what I was saying. I mean, if you agree or not. <laughs> I agree. I agree on, on a lot of points. And uh, as I mentioned, uh, I agree on what you told about NGOs. I, I agree on what you told about the systems like capitalism, like uh, uh, socialism, communism, etc. I agree on what you talked about being truth in medical uh, sphere in healthcare uh, sphere and um, I agree on that we should all be honest with each other and we should all treat each other as human beings if we do this then everything works fine so and and, and yeah. I agree that we should not keep silence when we feel that something is going wrong in any area of human life and you and you describe yeah. uh, healthcare area yeah in, in such a way and I totally agree we should not keep silence if if we think something is wrong something is not uh, being done for um, for the like uh, for the human being for each of us then we should voice it and we should uh, discuss it openly agree on what should be done 
and act together, and this this will be solved then. So so definitely we should be honest and we should be open and we should interact. So this is the way we we will solve everything in this world. Well, I think I think um, the base uh, the basis that, that you're putting, I mean, like um, about each one is right. I mean. The, uh, the point of view that you have is going in the right way on each one. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't disagree. And talking to you also has made me see that it's actually, um, but uh, what is actually been put in words down there. I mean, not just, um, you know, not just words, but that's actually what you think. I mean, because you explain yourself of, on how you think about that too. So, I mean, I think that's, that's a really good goal. I mean, in every single one of them, you know, how we have to handle it. And I mean, I would love to be part of all of them <laughs> and to participate if I can, even some, maybe I'm not, well, I'm not a politician, for example, but if we're, if we're gonna change politics, I mean, make, uh, you know, like self-government and all that, Please check our YouTube channels, and okay. I believe that you will like that you will like one video a lot. Uh, one short video from uh, the global conference, which was held uh, on the 20th of December 2020. It is called uh, "United We Can." Uh, mm -hmm. May I ask you technical support to show this short video? Aliens came to Earth. At first, they flew around it, saw everything, and then decided to talk to the people on Earth. They asked, why do you have so much garbage and garbage cans? Well, this is because we don't have enough money to build waste processing plants. But why do you have so many hungry and homeless people? Well, this is because we don't have enough money to feed them and build houses for them. But why are you constantly at war with each other? This is because we don't have enough money and we're trying to take it away from others. The aliens scratched their heads and said, We fly around galaxies, have explored many worlds and planets, but have never met such a rare and, as it turns out, such a very necessary resource as money. Could you show us what it looks like and show where you get it in space? Then we will try to get it, bring you more of this money, and help you establish harmony on your planet. We don't fly anywhere to get money, the Earthlings answer. We print it ourselves. Yourselves? said the aliens. Yes. After this answer, Earthlings were deleted from the list of intelligent beings. Funny but true. Wow. <laughs> well, that could be true. <laughs> That's why we need to build creative society. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very funny story, but not so funny to be fair. Yeah. yeah. Creative society project has a that's why it's the project inspired millions and millions of people worldwide, and this number is growing every day. Because creative society is what we all want, regardless of our nationality, language, age, religion, gender, whatever. It is safe, harmonious, friendly, perfect world we all want to live in and we all deserve to live in. And by joining our efforts, as you, you are in our team, <laughs> volunteers team, remember we only volunteers. Yeah by each and every one of us participating in any way we can, just in your spare time, we can build this society so much. Thank you, thank you very much for being with us today. Pleasure to listen to your amazing experience. Thanks for sharing it with us. Well, thanks to you for inviting me. Um, it was awesome, yeah. Um, I think this is a great idea. Um, well, that's why people are joining. I would be, I would love to be a part of this too. So, well, this is a start. You are very welcome 
to join. Actually, everyone can join. And this is a goal that everyone is in because only united, only together, we can change the situation, you know? Uh, I personally just, just alone, I can't change a lot, you know? I, I will try, but alone, I can't change a lot. But all together. No, we so have to make it together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so everyone is welcome. And you can easily join, just go to alatriunites.com website. There is a join us button. Just choose one of three options. Let's say if you are ready to take part in, you know, some activities, just choose option number three and that's it. And together we will definitely reach the goal. Together we yeah. yeah, actually I was going for option three. <laughs> If you want me. Great. <laughs> Great. So see you soon then. Very, very soon, yeah. Thank you, everyone. Well, thank you. Thank you. It was nice meeting you and nice seeing you again. And well, thank you, everybody. Uh, well, have nice. a nice, well, good night for you. Good afternoon for me. Yeah. <laughs> have a lovely okay. day, everyone. Thanks a lot. Let's build. Okay. Okay. Bye bye that humanity deserves. Let's build together. Bye now. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Bye. Blessings to everyone. Unprecedented event of present history. Initiative that comes from people around the world. Main project of humanity. People stopped being silent about urgent issues of our society. All cultures have an image of the ideal world people want to live in. A world that prophets talked about. The time has come when we can make it real. How will we use this chance? Let's meet March 20, 2021, 3 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time international online event of global scale creative society what the prophets dreamed of this is the day the world will unite to find out the truth join the entire humanity and spread the message